Hey there, it's your insider, Cindy Thomas, welcoming you into season two of the Insider's Career Club. Our podcast helps job seekers succeed in their career search. We share information on different careers and we keep those employed in the know with timely career news and advice. As an in-house talent acquisition recruiter, manager, and director, I've interviewed thousands of candidates and worked with managers to fill their positions. In over 25 plus years, I've witnessed firsthand numerous candidates fail, whether it was on their resumes or in their interviews. But you can succeed by getting help from a professional, from someone who's been on the inside, me. Understand what employers look for in their candidates. Listen to the podcast regularly and you can learn a lot. Our website, www.insiderscareerclub.com has free resources for your job search. Now, for those who are serious about succeeding, you can sign up for personalized career services. We'll tailor it specifically to you to help you land that great position. Hey there, insiders, it's Cindy. Welcome to the Inside This Career Club podcast. And today we're talking about stress and sharing ways to manage it. S-T-R-E-S-S is more than four letters, but it feels like a four-letter word to me. It's taken over our lives and some of us don't deal well with it. So today we have some tips and suggestions to help you manage your stress and have a great 2022. Let's get to it. Now, everyone has stress. And if you find yourself rushing all the time from one meeting to another, you have stress. If your manager lets you know that the deadline for the project that you're working on has been pushed up, you've got stressed. And if you're a parent, you love your kids, but they stress you out. Even if you are planning something joyful, like your parents' 50th anniversary party, you have stress. Now, feelings of stress happen when you're unable to cope with specific demands and events coming at you from outside yourself. It's also important to note here that continued stress can become chronic if you do not take measures to manage it. Now, there's different kinds of stress, and not all are bad. For example, dealing with the stress of being promoted and having new responsibilities that you've got to get used to and do well, that's not bad. Party planning is another stressor. It's not bad. But things like chronic illness, a demanding job, arguing with someone, or financial stress, those are not so good. But without stress in our lives, we'd feel listless and rudderless. However, if you are feeling stressed out all the time, that's not good. Harvard Medical School experts share that science has proven that chronic Low-grade inflammation can turn into a silent killer that contributes to cardiovascular disease, cancer, type 2 diabetes, and other serious medical conditions. As we age, and we're all doing it every day, our immune systems become less efficient and having more stress added to our daily lives can result in the progression of disease or the onset of disease, so says Dr. Ann Webster, a health psychologist at the Benson Henry Institute for Mind-Body Medicine at Mass General Hospital. Stress doesn't affect everyone in the same way, and our stress symptoms can vary. 
One person can get tension headaches. I do that, for example. Another may have back pain. You could have indigestion. Your blood pressure can rise. You could get heart palpitations. You could have angina. Numbness in your hands and legs and irritability are all stress-related symptoms. Now, years ago, I woke up one morning feeling kind of strange. My heart was beating fast and I had numbness in my legs and in my arm. I thought I was having a heart attack. I called an ambulance and went to the hospital. Turns out, Those symptoms were a result of work-related stress. Stress can also play havoc with your ability to concentrate. It can show up as being unable to make simple decisions. And it can also show up as behavioral issues like drinking too much, resorting to drugs, or simply eating badly. None of us need to have any of these symptoms showing up willy-nilly in our lives. So what are we going to do about it? We're going to take charge and talk about ways to handle our stress. First off, to manage your stress, you got to pay attention to what triggers your stress and do your best to avoid it. Now, I know that may be easier said than done. If you can't avoid it, like work or relatives, make the decision to remain calm and try not to let the stressors absorb into your body. For me, I know I can get a visceral feeling in the pit of my stomach. Just like when someone punched me or something, when something big stresses me. But now I do my best to be aware that that can happen and manage it before I let it sit too long in my body by using affirmative self-talk. So some of the things that I do, I tell myself, okay, this is going to be fine. I've managed hiring stresses before and I've been successful. I can look at the problem and find solutions. Now, in a McKinsey Quarterly article, the title of it is How to Turn Everyday Stress into Optimal Stress by Jay Asher and Fleur Tonis, you too can reach optimal stress by being aware of your stress figures. And one way that you can do this is by checking in with yourself on some of these questions. And I will list these questions on my website under the Careers tab so you can find the full complement of it, okay? So, And this is in a typical week. Ask yourself these questions. How often do you feel rested? How often do you feel fully engrossed in your work or in a state of flow? And how long do the periods last? Think of a time when you were surprised by something stressful at work. How did you react? And in what ways did you focus on resources to help you manage that stress? Now, you can also try one or more of the following nine things. First, you could use relaxation techniques, things like breathing, listening to relaxing music, learning to meditate, or doing yoga. Relaxation techniques can help lower your blood pressure as well as your heart rate. Regulate your sleep time. Try to get seven to nine hours of solid sleep. Go to bed and wake at the same time, even on the weekends. Three, exercise regularly. Regular exercise produces endorphins that boost your mood, reduce inflammation, and help to regulate your emotions, which can help us manage our feelings. And another mental boost you'll get is that you'll also feel fitter and stronger. Fourthly, breathe. Focus deep breathing helps you to slow down and regain a state of calm. Deep breathing also helps you to train your central nervous system to lower your heart rate and will put you in an emotional state that is more positive. This will reroute you from becoming frantic 
or to panic and allow you to think clearly to manage the task at hand. 5. Manage your diet. Eat good food. Make sure it's real food. Don't do the overprocessed foods that have lots of chemicals and have been altered. Go for the fresh and real. Eat organic if you can. It has many health benefits. So I'll share this example with you. Years ago, when I started eating organic food, I went to my optometrist because I wear contact lenses. And so he examined my eyes and told me that my prescription had changed. And I said, oh, no. He says, no, I can't believe it. It got better. Foods with lots of chemicals were causing my eyes to have a different reaction. But eating organic got rid of that and made my sight better. Pretty good, huh? Also, remember to drink your eight glasses of water because poor hydration can result in brain fog. And who needs that? Schedule your workday is number six. Whether you're working remotely or on-site, plan your daily schedule to give yourself some blocks of time so that you can be productive. Scheduling blocks of time to work on big projects will help ensure you complete them on time and can lessen your stress. And also, though we think multitasking is great, it's really dividing our attention and we may not be accomplishing as much as we think we are. One last thing on this. If you have back-to-back meetings, try to schedule a short five-minute break between meetings just so that you can reset yourself. Number seven, try to reduce your chance of distractions. Don't constantly be looking at your phone. Don't constantly check email every five seconds. And then also try to mix up your meetings. Do some phone calls versus video meetings. Online meetings can zap your mental and physical energy. In online meetings... We're very conscious of what we look like to others, and we're constantly trying to read between the lines by looking for verbal cues. Then make sure that your workable office space is clear of visual distractions. Make sure you have a comfortable desk, a chair, monitor set up, and quiet space all to suit you. And also, if you work from home, make sure that your family understands they need to respect your office hours and office space by being quiet and knocking before entering your space. Eight, do healthy self-talk. When you talk to yourself, be kind. Use compassion. Don't beat yourself up or talk negatively to yourself. Other people will try to do that, but you don't need to do it. Don't promote self-doubt or worry. Now, I've got some examples of positive self-talk. They're coming from a PhD and former clinical psychologist by the name of Alice Boyce. Example one, even though I have many things to do, I can only focus on the one thing I'm doing right now. I'll feel better if I do that. Number two, I would prefer to be able to get more done in a day, but I'm going to accept what I'm realistically able to do. Now, note that this phrase utilizes a common cognitive behavioral therapy technique where it's recommended that people swap out their shoulds for prefer or could in order to relieve anxiety and feel more empowered. Number three, what's the best action to take right now? You can make that your mantra. Stop and say that, and it'll remind you that dwelling on the past or worrying about the future interferes with your optimal focusing and prioritizing. And then lastly, I enjoy my work, so I like to be busy. It's natural that I'm going to feel overwhelmed sometimes, but I can handle these emotions and make adjustments as needed. Pay attention to the way that you talk to yourself. It'll make a big difference in the way that you feel. 
And then lastly, the fun one, incorporate laughter into your day. De-stress by laughing. Watch a funny meme, a TV show, or find one of those websites that has daily jokes. Laughter is a great stress reliever. It can speed recovery from illness. It's good for your heart and it improves your mood. Laughter decreases stress hormones and increases immune cells and infection-fighting antibodies. It lessens depression, anxiety, and increases happiness. And it bumps up your circulation and muscle relaxation. It can also trigger the release of endorphins, the body's natural feel-good chemicals that promote an overall sense of well-being and temporary pain relief. So remember, a chuckle a day keeps a doctor away. Take the time to take care of you because no one else can do it as well as you can. Thanks for joining us. In the meantime, you can find the list of the different tips and techniques on my website under the Career Services tab at www.insiderscareerclub.com. So glad you joined us today. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like us because your ratings matter. We'll be bringing you new podcasts every two weeks on the first and third Wednesdays. My goal is to help you my valued listeners in your job search and continue to help you right on through your work life. To make that happen though, your support is needed. By listening regularly, we can keep this going. But you can also help by sharing the podcast with your network of friends, family, and coworkers. Ask them to listen. We're on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and so many more. Not so podcast savvy? Tell them they can go to listen on our website at www.insiderscareerclub.com. I appreciate your support. Stay safe and take care.